0: Show many any Sunday so always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz talk Radio is proud to bring you... Invest's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolf. your host, A. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Monday. It's August 19th. It's 2019. And as always, we are pre-taping the show on this Monday in the last half hour of the market. As I speak, it's 3.33 p.m., so we will take you into the close of the day as we move along. But first, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter, Gary Kaufman. You can email me. Just be nice. Really. We're really nice people. We care so much about each and every one of you. We fight for each and every one of you. For your dollars, your freedom, your rights. So just be nice. Read our commentary articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you each morning. And uh, convictionleaders.com, our email service, convictionleaders.com. It's right there in front of garyk.com. Press the button, get one month free, check it out. All at GaryK.com. Uh, next week. Next week. We are gone on business and a little pleasure. That's next week. Normally, Adam is around to sub on the show. I am not entirely sure if we're going to be able to do the show next week from where we are going. But we're going to attempt it. But here's the good news. Because no matter what, two of those days, we put together an award-winning two days of shows for you guys. Adding to our normal holiday show that I think we've had for like the last seven years that we needed to do a little something different. So we did a two-part show. And it's guess what it's on? Bear markets. Have I thrilled you yet? The reason why we wanted to do that, and we explained at the outset of the two days, two parts, is everyone everyone no 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 no. everyone is conditioned that we are never going to have a real bear market again because every time the market gets in trouble there's another central bank to do something hey just this weekend we heard from china that they are doing something with interest rates they haven't done in a long time taking them down the lending rates we heard from europe god only knows what they're going to do in september uh, more printing of money and more easing, even though the negative. We heard from the president. Everything's great with China. But he also said, we want our central bank to take rates down a whole percent next time and print more money. Yes, fiscally conservative Republican Donald Trump, the greatest government spender and deficit dove of all time, wants the easy money that he railed against when Obama and Bernanke were running the joint. The hypocrite in chief now not only wants to send us into oblivion, but he wants the Fed to screw all you savers and put more money to create bigger asset bubbles. So when we do break, it's going to be the mother of all breaks. But markets like that stuff now. So we did two parts, and let me be clear and concise about it. You're going to want to listen back to them a few times so you can write down everything – and then pull out the charts and see exactly what we're talking about because we went through how bull markets revert to bear markets and the process they go through both in price and in sentiment and occurrence. So stay tuned for that. Next week, two of the days of next week, and we'll, we'll, we'll try to do them two, two straight days. But we can't promise you because the way these markets are right now, you know, if we're down six, have another down 800 day, we may have to chime in. Or an up 800 day for all we know. So that'll be next week. Now this week, Adam will be doing the show Thursday and Friday. Again, award winning. And what I'm going to really have to do along with that, I'm going to do for everybody. And normally we would charge for this. We will do that two part in a webcast going through charts of past bear markets to get ready. Because we guarantee you one thing. Maybe it's not till the year 2075 because they're going to end up printing $300 trillion and take rates down to 8% just to continue with the asset bubble. But when it happens, it's going to be a good one. And you want to be ready for it. And we're going to prepare you for it. That'll be next week. Okay, next. In no particular order. Oh, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Well, last night futures opened up immediately up 150, 180. And I'm looking – who said what? What did the president say or what did China do? What did Europe say? Well, China did their thing with interest rate cuts. Europe pronounced what they're going to do, and the president was all over the place on the weekend with Kudlow and Navarro talking about Fed needing to cut rates and percent and easy money this and easy money that and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. And markets have liked it, but also the market just dropped 2,000 points. And it's due to bounce. So we're getting that bounce. To what extent, we don't know. But we gapped up today. And we've just stayed up all day, but have done nothing since the gap up. I mean, pretty much, I'm looking at the five minute on the Dow today. Uh, I mean, literally, literally, whatever. Figuratively, literally, any way you cut it, just a straight line since the open. Straight line. NASDAQ, a uh, a little pullback intraday and never really got back to the old highs. But still, no complaints. But in a few minutes, we'll do the bigger picture, not just today. So as we speak... Market gapped up 300 points today, the Dow. We're 274 right now. And by the way, it is uh, 3.41 p.m. Uh, The S&P up 38. NASDAQ, I think, was up 145, maybe? Let me see where the NASDAQ was early today. Uh, 132, it's up 115. NASDAQ 100 up 121. Good day for the mid-caps and small-caps, but overall still underperforming. Transport's up 120 today. The SOX, of course, up 28. We'll explain that in a little bit. Think Huawei. That crap again. And uh, that's kind of like, sort of you know, kind of like you know. That's today. Uh, bonds sold off today. Remember what we told you last week? We thought bonds were about as extended and stretched to the upside and overbought as possible, and we're probably going to get pullbacks, and that's exactly what we're getting. A relief pullback after what we called for you somewhat Eiffel Towerish look to it over a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, day, 10 trading day period for bonds where everybody's jumping in on them. And wait till you hear what we're hearing is being floated out in our purview today about the bond market. Let's just say I want to vomit and I'll explain why. Remember what my belief, ladies and gentlemen. I have never been more optimistic on you. I have never been more pessimistic on them. And I'll explain why throughout the rest of the show as we go through the rest of the market wrap. So hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had a great weekend. Mets took two out of three from Casey. Only one and a half back from Wild Card. So up next, more of the markets, news of the day, whatever else today. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises going to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbomb. It doesn't get done, this? And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, so without getting too neck deep, in what I've told you. As we move forward the, the president will only care about the markets and you know he's gonna really do everything, the safe face with this China thing. So they had this thing going with Huawei where our companies couldn't do business while well, they extended waivers for ninety days after saying they weren't going to. What can I tell you? The ever changing president of the United States, depending on which side of the bed he, he gets out of. What can I tell you? And if you want and by the way, Huawei's a bad player. They, I do believe, are an arm of the Chinese government, uh, needs to be dealt with, Uh, but you can see the president continues to go in and out on which way he's going to go with with all this stuff. Um, Okay, let's do the market here. Number one, so we bounced, and we bounced very harshly, Uh, but I will tell you this, as I speak, all the Dow has done is held the 200-day moving average and is now right between the 50- and 200-day moving average, and has really gone from very oversold to already overbought in two gaps. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Just remember, when all is said and done, patterns will play out. And all we have done is got back some of uh, what happened the last two days, but we're still way off the highs of the 31st. Well, not way off, but off the highs of the 31st and and the highs. And in between the two important moving averages. uh, The NASDAQ, a little stronger. The NASDAQ is nearing the 50-day moving average, but never got down to the 200. Remember, the Dow got down there. The uh, S&P 500, uh, a little bit stronger than the Dow, but not as strong as the NASDAQ. How's that? And then you go into the sub stuff, The transports, yuck. Yuck. Transports act like crap. Even today, they were much stronger and they're getting sold into, and still trade below the 200-day moving average. The uh, small caps had a good co- co- two couple of days. Can't argue that. Still below the 200-day moving average. The mid-caps. Uh, back above the 200-day, but still relatively, just much weaker. Remember, what we've been telling you for eons, it seems like. If you're going to own the market, you own right now the big cap, mega caps. You stay away from the small caps and the mid caps. That's all. Now, you can, listen, if you're one of these mutual fund guys that have 10% small caps, I ain't going to tell you what to do with that. And you can probably hold them one day. They'll outperform. But just an overall picture is what we're trying to tell you. Uh, trying to bounce on their news. But China was just crushed there recently. But I must tell you, China was much stronger early in the day and is kind of getting distributed through the middle of the day. So no great shakes there. Oil's bouncing today because oil prices have bounced today. But remember, I think we told you last week that it's just bear market. The only thing we could tell you, short term, very oversold, they can bounce, and they're getting it today. No changes there except they're bouncing. All they're doing is bouncing. The oils. Uh, same with commodities. Even U.S. Steel's up a buck today, and that's like about it's like an eight percent move. But U.S. Steel is down like. Did I tell you that last week? U.S. Steel's gone from 47 to 12, even with today's dollar up, since March of 18. Wow. And now let's do a little bit of the big picture. Which is muy importante. Are you ready? As I speak, the Dow is where it was. January of 2018. Year and nine months of no gains in the Dow. You got that? The S&P 500, about the same. Uh, The NASDAQ, let's call it from that time up about uh, 6% in 18 months for the NASDAQ. The Russell 2000, are you ready? The Russell 2000 has no gains in 22 months. No gain. It's only 2,000 stocks, don't worry. No gains, 22 months. The transports, no gains. 22 months. We're going to call 23 months. And actually, the transports, you'd have to go about 30 months. In 30 months, 4% gain on the transports. And then if I went to these foreign markets, you wouldn't believe how far you have to go back. I'm actually amazed how weak. At least the foreign ETFs the exchange traded funds that measure certain indices over there quite the gross and then of course you can go to sectors in the market and you don't want to know what oils have done okay i'll tell you from the high in 2014 the oil services etf down 75% 80 maybe the big oil has gone from 101 to 58 what do you call that 42% the oil explorers, 84 to 22, 60-some-odd percent. Wow, huh? Metals and mining. Oh, I didn't want to get into that one, how bad it is. And we're not talking the gold and silver on that. We're talking about the metals that, you know, you do things with. Materials, yeah, not as bad. Actually pretty decent. And then you can go into other sectors like the biotech, big biotech. It has done nothing since 2014. The big biotech. Yeah. The big biotech. Not the little ones, not the crazy ones. Because you frothy little speculators like buying companies with no sales and losing a lot of money. So you get the hint. So all this talk of easy money and government spending, and we're now into this 18 to 30 months, depending on which index, of zero gains. And we'll see how long it lasts. Maybe we can just jump out of this morass. That's a word, morass. M-O-R-A-S-S. Careful, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, uh, you know what I mean. And that's that. Up next, more on the markets. Some interesting news of the day. I'm Gary. This is the one we'll invest in today. To. America is talking. Investors Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's just sitting around a boy. With Gary I so Highly it. You're gonna feel better if you talk to. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And welcome once again to Investors Edge. Uh, thanks for being with us today. Uh, let's do some other areas that are imports of import. The semiconductors uh, back above the 50-day moving average today. But now trading what we call, listen carefully, just wide and loose. Gary, what the heck does that mean, wide and loose? Well, it just simply means instead of like the trajectory of something just moving up nicely and tightly, you know how we talk about how moving averages smooths out all the squiggly wigglies of price? Wide and loose means just all over the map. The socks went from 1,300 to 1,600 in seven weeks, back to 1,300 in seven weeks. Up to 1,608 weeks, back to 1,402 weeks, and we just rallied from 1,411 to 1,508 in seven days. That's wide and loose. Now, normally we'd tell you wide and loose is not good news. We will say the semis are back above the 50-day, and that needs to continue. Remember, above 50-day, good, below, not good. And it's 355, and normally what they do in a market day like today is they'll try and ramp it into the close a little bit, but right now we're just sitting. Uh, Dow's up 284, S&P 39, NASDAQ 117, NASDAQ 100, 125, SOX 29, Transport's 133. Advanced decline's good, up down volume, but new highs are not really picked up. I'll look at them later. But I will make note of a few things here today, even with the market up. You ready? My software page, the leaders that have broken down, they mostly opened up today and are all red. And even some strong names mostly opened up, and a bunch of them are down. So a lot of growth land not not going with the market today. I'm not so sure that's great news or not. Uh, Because you're asking Beyond Meat is flat today after breaking support last week. Remember what we told you. We think anything below the 50-day, that is done. And it's got that Eiffel Tower looked at. Maybe over. And and you know what we think about valuation on that fake meat. By the way, they're coming out with fake eggs now. I can come up with so many jokes on fake stuff. It's not even funny. But I'm going to pass. I got asked several times today, what do you think of this rally? Let me uh, measure my words carefully. Need to see another card or two come out of the deck. Because I did some furious scans in the middle of the day today, which were inclusive of today's move as well as Friday's. Yeah, you may need a little bit of time in here. Yeah. Other stuff sticking out well. Nvidia up 11 today. Got some good... Talk by analysts after being up eight on Friday off of earnings that were down 36%, and revenue was down 17%. I love Wall Street. But it was better than expected. Again, I love Wall Street. Uh, As I mentioned, gold pulling back. Let me tell you what I'm looking at for gold. The GLD, I I I don't want to start talking about it yet. It it can come down more. It's very extended. The good news is, Gold stocks, st- nah, I'm going to hold off. Let's just say they're in pullback mode. Uh, yields bouncing again, I-, I-, I just think that's normal. Bouncing up, bond market coming down. I-, I don't see that as anything but over, way, way overbought and stretched and extended to the upside. Remember, time and price. When things are stretched to the downside very quickly, you're going to get bounces somewhere, same to the upside, you just don't know where. You just want to identify it. Or try to identify it. And typically a turn will be made where it's going up, 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 up. And all of a sudden there's gargantuan day and finishes down that day on very heavy volume. That usually marks a little bit of a turn. Same for the downside. Going down, 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 down. And having a real bad day. And all of a sudden that day it reverses up on volume. That's usually the washout in the near term. Doesn't mean it changes the major trend. But usually just stops the move for now. And again, that's kind of normalcy. That's the bond market. But I have to mention something. Out of nowhere today... Somehow it got into the news. Don't know who floated it. Don't know if it's BS. There's talk of 50 and 100-year bonds coming out of the United States. Now, in case you don't know it, other countries have done 100-year bonds at very low interest rates. Anybody who bought those 100-year bonds in the last six months to a year is going to lose so much freaking money when this bubble bursts if they hold. They're going to have to hold for 100 years to get their money out. That's how bad it's going to be. Now, for the government, 100-year bonds at low interest rates are great. For the lender, an absolute nightmare. One who lends long-term at ridiculously low rates will get smoked. Will get absolutely buried. I'll let you know if that happens. I can't blame governments for doing it, though. You want to lock in, the lowest rates possible. I get it. All right, market just closed. And we actually pulled back into the close. Dow only up 248, S&P 34, NASDAQ 106, NASDAQ 100, Pretty good day for small and mid-caps, no complaints. Uh, transport's up 112. Uh, and that's your close, yay. You thrilled yet? Uh, Argentina again, another very bad day. Um, I mentioned that last week where, I mean, a bunch of Argentine stocks dropped 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% because uh, of elections where socialists are gaining and the uh, uh, pro business is getting smoked. Not good. Now, I also know you were hearing all this weekend, if you were watching at least. I did, unfortunately. The president sent out Lawrence Kudlow, who is one of his head economic advisors, and Peter Navarro, the head of his trade team. I can't begin to tell you how nauseating this gruesome twosome is, in that Lawrence Kudlow used to be a champion for me. Deficits are terrible, debt is terrible. We have to do something about it, tariffs suck. Government is too big. That was Lawrence Kudlow for his whole life. Until he started working for the president. Now it's, eh. Eh. Economy can handle 22 trillion of debt. No worries. Tariffs? Well, we have to. It's a must. Eh. Federal spending? It's only a certain percentage of GDP. And then Peter Navarro. You know how we know he's lying. He opens his mouth. It's quite funny to watch him tell us that tariffs are paid by China. It's just a laugh. So he sent them out to do the bidding this weekend, and let me just say, instilled absolutely no confidence in my thought process. Which is quite logical and quite politically unbiased. So, just letting you know. But I will save my IRE, I-R-E, for what else I saw this weekend. Stand-up comedy. I'll explain. That's up next. And more as we wrap up the day. Here, on the ever-popular Investors Edge. You're listening to... (laughs) What are you for? One, two, ready, yeah. go. The Investor's Edge with Gary Coulthard. <laughs> and hey, welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Um, Okay. Dow finished up 249, was much better earlier, a little uh, softness into the close, S&P 34, NASDAQ 106, NASDAQ 100, 115, Uh, small and mid-caps decent, transports 114. So this weekend, the media, you know what I think of the media, right, the national media, they're just a corrupt group of nothingness. Corrupt group of nothingness. They, just, they go into their meetings in the mornings and come up with a template of what they're going to do. And they, if, if you recall – and again, we hate everybody from top to bottom, so we have no bias. But if you recall, it was all about Russia and collusion. And they did it for a year, year and a half, and it turns out there wasn't Russia collusion, so they had to move on. They had to move on. So then it was Mueller and obstruction. And blah 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 blah. but they could not get any traction on that. So they had to do something different. and they went back to the old default setting, racist. You know, they called Bush a racist, but Bush never bought the bait. Remember John McCain, when he ran for president, they called him a racist. But, Of course, after he died, all of a sudden, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. They called Romney a racist. So now Trump's the big racist, you know, and this and that and You know, we're not taking a stand just letting you know what they did. They ran racist, 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 racist into the ground. Everybody's a racist. If you vote for them, you're a racist. If you look at them the right way, you're a racist. You're a racist. You're a white nationalist. You're a white supremacist. White nationalist. White supremacist. White nationalist. Every minute of every day, white nationalist. Blah, 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 blah. And finally, when some white nationalist committed murder, blah, blah, blah. Just running with it like, whoa. That'll change in the last week. It's now recession, 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 recession. Trump's recession, Trump dump, Trump's recession, Trump dump. Trump's recession, 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 recession. And I must tell you, it looked like the national media, CNN, MSNBC, some of these others, were wetting in their pants talking about a possible recession. I've never seen people so excited to talk about possible recession going forward. It was amazing. I would have thought that they were popping the champagne corks and and taking out the caviar. Thinking about a possible Trump recession because, oh, you can't do Mueller anymore, can't do Russia collusion anymore. Well, you did the racist thing for three freaking weeks, enough's enough. We got something new here. And to a person, boom, 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 boom. And by the way, they're still hitting today, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, this is great stand-up comedy. Because you know what they did? They had political pundits. Not people who know anything about the economy and markets. Political pundits talking about yield curve inversions. It's like me getting up on this radio show and saying, well, I'm going to be performing some brain surgery for you, and we're going to go into the hematoma and the hemoglobin of the uh, cranium of the this, that, and the other thing. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have never seen more adults lined up in my life trying to talk about the economy and markets. It was just funny as all hell, and they're still doing it today. And I hate to say this because you don't want to think people really want the, the economy to take a crapper in order to take out a president, but boy, that's what they want. And oh, man. And just go watch them, don't believe me. Remember when I tell you something, don't believe me, go check for yourself. Anyway, so that was this weekend. And they're still doing it today. But they're not as happy today, because Friday the market was up strong, today was up strong. So they really didn't have something to go by today. And I will tell you, on Wednesday of last week, they had on their Chiron, on CNN, MSNBC, Dow's down 800 points. Do you think they had a Chiron on Friday today, about the Dow up 300, uh, and today up 250? Nope. Not what they want. So just letting you know what continues to go out there, there's a cesspool. And by the way, I would tell it to their faces. They're not the news. Trump's right on it. They are the fake news. They are the fraudulent news. They are the make it up as we go along and just try to fit a template in there and just drive it home. Unfortunately. So if we don't go to recession, the market doesn't crash, what's next? They'll come up with something. But of course there is that possibility because I must tell you, Economies around the globe, not very good kids, and numbers here, I think they are softening. And I do believe misstep after misstep by this president. Time will tell. By the way, I haven't even got into China trade, but we'll do that tomorrow. Uh, Elizabeth Warren today said she made mistakes. She met with American Indians today. Native Americans, my bad, i got to be careful. She said she made a mistake. In case you don't know, she's no Bernie Madoff, but she just committed a nice little fraud to make money. So she walks out, tells all of us that she should be president, and that she is God's gift to wonderfulness, and how corrupt everybody else is, but she's not. And what she did was she claimed Native American in order to get great jobs and big money. Affirmative action. In my world, scum, but she was applauded today by the political side of the Native Americans today. Because she thinks like them, I guess. I don't know. She misappropriated heritage. Anyway, capitalist Elizabeth Warren. That was her today. We'll have a lot more to say tomorrow. We bounced two and a half days. Not sure. Down two thousand, up a bunch of hundreds. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Good night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Skew Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash S-T-O-L-A-N-D-R.